Good Monday morning, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. Feels like spring in downtown Charlottesville, our audience, every social platform known to mankind. The content of this show, who really knows? Real Talk with Keith Smith, that's what makes the program dynamic and, frankly, entertaining. Today's program presented by Yes Realty Partners. Visit them online, yesrealtypartners.com. Keith and Yona shop. Not only is he an award-winning broadcaster, he's an award-winning real estate man as well. Good Monday morning, my friend. Good morning to you. I, I, I can I, follow you around if you want me to. Sure. <laughs> no, because you and my wife are the most critical, not most critical, you are constructively critical <clears throat> of me. I, I feel like I'm not very no, critical of you. No, no, well, you... Only when you ask. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Rare do I volunteer. Well, uh, uh, to, to do this publicly to you... Thank you for Friday. Friday was an awesome show. I lo- every time I sit across the table for you, I learn something new. And for me to sit down and shut up takes a lot. And I learned a lot in that show. I learned how to be better at sitting at this table. So thank you. for Lloyd Snook and uh, Michael Payne on this past Friday's edition of Real Talk with Keith Smith. One thing Keith Smith is doing quite well on Fridays is he's welcoming um, candidates in a Coffee with the Candidates, Coffee with the Stakeholders Forum Friday show, show embodied that. Uh, uh-oh. Take a, sip. Take a sip. Oh, take, take a sip. I'll pick it up. From, I'll pick it Ooh. up from here. Uh, yeah, it was an awesome show, and, and we got into a bunch of stuff. There's a ton of questions. <laughs> Excuse me. They, uh, they, that was a great show. They've agreed to come back because I just don't think an hour and a half or however long it was that we did it was, was long enough. I will tell you, on Friday. <laughs> there were times I felt like I was on the dais. Oh, felt like you. it look felt like you. I felt no watching, like they were on the dais. We were watching oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. like city hall because there's not that much debate. I mean, they common. were just pontificating throughout the entire program, were they not? Hey, Judah, what does that word mean? Yeah, I mean, they were. I'm I mean, only how would you, It's a joke. How would you have kidding. characterized Friday's show? Well, Judah doesn't have the microphone, nor does he have the three. <laughs> we'll leave it alone. <laughs> Do we, how, should, how, should we really? How many shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many shows? Uh, we're, we're, like, we're like... I'm picking and choosing my battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 uh, thank you for correcting my math, by the way. So we are quickly moving into year number four. Year four of Real Talk with Keith Smith. Right. So we've got, yeah. we've got um, three complete years under our belt That's together. amazing. I haven't learned sh- uh, stuff <laughs> on it. But... Um, uh, Jude, there you go, Judy. He's got the microphone. Thank there you, you go. Appreciate and it. And the three shot. And the three it. shot going. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so we're in a new quarter, right? We're back to housing. It's a Q2. New, new quarter. And um, <clears throat> it's very warm outside. There's no doubt spring has sprung, not only from the more warmer weather. We have temperatures in the early 80s. Um, in the middle of this week, Tomorrow. but anyone who goes outside sees the pollen all over the cars. And if you know anything about allergies, I don't know if you... So I... You're, you're a fortunate individual. I am not fortunate. Okay. I went through years of allergy oh. shots. And I, I tell you what, if anybody, it's, it's a pain in the arm, because that's where they shoot you up. Yeah. Right? Um, Literally and figuratively. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I now shoot myself in the stomach, up in the stomach, but that's a different story. That's a different story. Uh, that's whole We're different. talking allergies We're here. talking allergies right now. And at some point, we'll talk about real estate. Cause I'm, I'm a Clarendon uh, a day guy, and still it's rough. So have you actually gone through and done the blood I have work? not. No. Go do the it. The allergists? Yeah, go yeah. do it. I, I did that a decade and a half ago. Yeah. Don't regret it. Uh, and took a bunch of years, once a once a week. You had to go get to the to the docks. They shot you up. Um, once a week for how long? Oh, oh God, it was almost three years. You went to a doctor once a week for yeah. three years yeah, to get yeah, a yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. they they said they were done, but I think it really because they were tired of me. <laughs> wow. And does it have an immediate impact? No, it does not. No. Okay. It, it takes time, and you need to do that. But I'll tell you what, I was allergic to everything under the sun. Right, I was like you at this time of the year. I couldn't oh, breathe. It was brutal. horrible, um, and I swear. And then to- I put contact lenses on. Even worse. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, I'll tell you. Go ahead and do it. But let's let's switch back to real estate. Let's go real right? estate. Yeah. So um, my 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 tiny little brain was all perplexed yesterday. Oh, you were perplexed. Yeah, I was perplexed. Okay. What do you think, Jim? It is perplexed. Perplexed. Good word. 
good there word. you go. Thank Judah you. says Thank it's you. a good word. Judah is the official word clarifier here. Judah's today. a wordsmith <laughs> over there. The that's voice the, of God. The, that he is, for sure. <clears throat> so I have to say this. Um, this is going to be a difficult quarter to produce some reports on. Ooh. Tell me uh, why. Tell me why. Yeah. Uh, because I think if you go ahead and look at it in their traditional format that maybe Carr would do as some other folks would do, um, and you compare it quarter to quarter, like, in other words, this past quarter versus quarter 2022, it's going to be some shocking numbers. I think you're going to see some jurisdictions quarter to quarter substantially below um, sales price over the previous quarter. I think you're going to see, and I, and I spent six hours crunching numbers, and I was like, oh, that doesn't feel like what's happening right now, right? So what's going on? So actually, I, I started with the city of Charlottesville, and six hours later, you know, it got down to the point of week over week or month, uh, month over month, because I think what you're going to see, <clears throat> and it's going to take me a lot longer to do these numbers than I expected to put up on uh, Real Talk with Keith Smith <clears throat> on it. Now, dot com, uh, dot com, dot com. <laughs> now you got me going. Dot here. com. So wait, are you are you you're not saying are you saying you're not saying values are dropping? That's not what you're saying. What, I'm what are you saying? What I'm saying is is one could perceive that okay. if you look at quarter over quarter. And I guess I only got through the city of Charlottesville, right? So you're I, saying Q1 2022 versus, versus Q1 2023. I think you're going to see a drop in values. In values. Okay, folks, but, listen up here. But so I started looking into this the month. This is a sizzle reel somewhere here, Judah, waiting to happen. <laughs> Great. Mark now, that down. Now you just ruined it. All right, we'll set up the sizzle over here. I put too much pressure on him. When I have to say it's a sizzle reel, it puts too much pressure on him. Here we go. You, you ready should, for this? You should come up with some sort of... I know. I need a secret code word. Secret code word. Yeah. The, Judah, whenever the, I like... So do we need a safe word? Is that what we, we need a safe word. <laughs> bananas, bananas, bananas. No, strawberries was for no sneezing. That's right. And it doesn't work, by it, the way. It works sometimes. It does It's mainly to take your mind off sneezing. It doesn't work. Strawberries. It doesn't work. Um, so this is going to be a sizzle reel. On... By the way, I used to be allergic to strawberries, and now I'm not anymore because of the shots. Oh. I'm telling you, it, it's life-changing. But you, you went <clears throat> and you got a shot once a week for three straight years. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, to go yeah. to the allergist. It's called a commitment. It's he. That is a commitment. It's, it's a commitment. not the shot that's the problem. It's going to the allergist once a week oh, for three straight oh, years. But it is though. Pray tell. That's another p word, by the way. Pray tell. <laughs> right? Today. That's another p word. Look at that. We're going to focus on p words today. You might as well put you in a three shot. If you're getting jovial, Judah. Whoa. It's the... <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the allergist. You're talking about all this stuff once a week ADD. for three years. Yeah, so what happens with the shots, fine, sir, <clears throat> they actually give you the allergen. Okay. So guess what happens? You yeah. have a reaction. Of course. And it takes long time. So the, the theory or the process behind it is it's kind of like a flu shot, right? They give you a little bit of the flu. Well, they give you your allergen, what you're allergic to, and your body builds up uh, an immunity. Immunity? It's only my third coffee. Immunity. You're three in. I'm two in over here. All right, here's yeah, but, the piece but, 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 I know. I mean, I got a 30, I got a 40 ounce coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, do you, what do you got? That's not from the pie chest anymore, is it? No. That's no, not no. Lone Light Coffee, is it? No. They're yeah. not, you they're me not open they're yet. They're not open yet on that. No, this is from Jay Bird mm. at my office. Okay. What okay. were we talking about? Uh, well, here's the sizzle reel. No oh. pressure. Make this happen. Make this happen, okay? Um, so year over year, first quarter of 2022 versus first quarter, the one that just transpired. Okay. Where are values in Central okay. Virginia real estate? Okay. So, so one, we don't want people to freak out. Okay. Right. But I think what's going to happen when you start looking at certain jurisdictions, right, you're going to see the quarter over quarter lower in dollar value than it was in 2022. So what I'm saying is 2023 first quarter is going to be lower in sales volume and also in sales dollar versus 2022. Now, I went, hmm, that's not matching what's on the ground because we're 30%, we're a third higher in sales volume, our little shop, Yes Realty Partners, than we were the same quarter last year. So I started digging in. It took about six hours digging into it. And what you're going to see and what skews those numbers is the first 
January was super low. February was getting a little bit better, and the world just went on fire in March. You're talking this year. This year. Yeah. So what, so what, I'm, what I'm saying is don't freak out because when Carr puts the report out, I think you're going to see substantial quarter over quarter decrease in value. But that's not actually what's happening on the ground because you can't go back that far in today's market any longer. You, you can't even go back 30 days in today's market. And, you know, you're just going to start seeing. And so what I'm now doing is breaking this down by month by month by month because large, big picture, I think you're going to see a drop. I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay. Keep, and keep this rolling here, Judah, here. So you're telling me the quarter that just went by. In certain jurisdictions. January, February, And I've only been to March three. of 2023, the values of our homes are going to be lower when compared to January, February, and March of 2022. So I'm going to read from some... So okay. How, so everybody knows... That, that's what you're saying here, right? Yeah, but let, let, me, let me try to clarify this a little okay. bit. So everybody sees this little book. Please, right? please. So what I do with this book is it's a three-step process. I write my notes down. I, I figure this out. I turn it into a spreadsheet. Then I turn it into a slide. Okay. So Albemarle County, first quarter... 2023, the median sales price was 502. There's no new construction, right? We always take new construction. Last quarter was 550. I'm pretty sure that's $45,000 below. But March of this year was up at 545. So it's that's still lower. Over 505? No, it's higher. Okay, it's, I'm with it's you. Hi- okay. It's higher than the quarter number. That's the point I'm trying to get at. Because you take a look at the, in January, it takes a deep dive yeah. in value. March starts coming back up. Uh, excuse me, February starts coming back up. March starts coming back e- up even more. You're going to see April, May, and June start doing it. So when you start getting towards the end of the year or six months, you're going to start seeing these numbers reverse. But we had a slowdown in December and January because most of these January closings started in December, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that end of it. So it's, I know this is confusing, and maybe we probably should wait till we get all the data in. No, this ahead, is good. To go ahead and do this. But part of what I want to, to, to impart on folks is I think when you get the car numbers, people are going to go, oh, you, oh, my God. But you got to take a deeper dive into the numbers and deeper dive into what's happening recently. I mean, prime example, Friday we wrote three con- I wrote three contracts, got them accepted on Friday. Wrote two contracts over the weekend, three contracts over the weekend. Uh, hopefully we'll get them accepted. So this tempo just exploded in March, which we've been talking about yeah. for a while. Uh-huh. Right. So I think what happened was you had a November, December, January kind of slowdown. The spring started springing somewhere about mid-February. And I sent you an article the good Dr. Lisa Servant uh, put out in Reese Media, who's ultimately saying the same thing I'm saying, but just in much nicer language or smarter language than I can do it. But uh, So I think that's what you're going to see, folks. I think you're going to see uh, a, a negative number quarter over quarter. For the most on the, values. You're on, saying values. I, I, think, I think you're going to see that. I really do. I won't know until I finish it, but I, don't be surprised if you see certain jurisdictions, a negative number, and it's because of the slowdown in December and January impacted the first quarter. But a slowdown in sales. No, I think a slowdown in value and sales. Okay. You're saying in December and January, values diminished. I don't know, Jerry. I got to do the numbers, but I'm just telling you, taking a quick look at at uh, uh, Charlottesville and Albemarle and Fulvana. No, Fulvana actually didn't go down. So that's what I'm saying. Per jurisdiction, we got to be a little careful, and we got to figure out why. And that's what we're going to talk about in future shows. <clears throat> but look, let's face it: car's not going to. When is car going to put out its numbers? Probably end of April, the beginning of May, maybe for the second quarter yeah it we'll takes forever our, we'll have our numbers out in the next couple of weeks yeah on it but don't be surprised and and it it kind of put me on my heels i'm on my heels right now that's the end that's the end of the first sizzle reel right there um 
No. When's the good, last bad. time we've seen a drop in values year over year? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go back and look. I'd be, I'd be uh, shooting from the hip. Yeah, on, but on that end of it. But look, I'm looking at what just came on the market the last seven days. Eighty-seven came on the market. We're we're slowly creeping up in inventory, but I got 104 that's in pending. Right. So it's it's the market. What do you think about this, Vanessa Parkhill? Yeah, I, Bill McChesney. I, Kevin I think, Yancey? I think, I think you're going to I think you're going to see certain jurisdictions with a negative number in in the end of the first quarter, and I. Just think folks shouldn't hit the panic button on that. What do you think, Carol Thorpe, because Katie I, Pearl, Kevin Higgins? I think, I think you'll see March recover that strongly. Brittany Gray, Juan Sarmiento, Ray Cadell, Woody Fincham, Jason Howard. What do you guys think? Well, Woody would be the guy to know because he sees My him. boy Dean Russell, oh, Dave Warwick, Brewmaster, Kerry okay. Rock. What do you think? I am just doing, uh, I'm just doing some quick numbers and... Maybe I'm wrong, and I'll find out once I spend another ton of hours working on it. But quick analysis. All right, so here's my perspective, then I'll get to the comments that are coming in here. We got comments from Fluvanna, comments from my neck of the woods in Keswick, Waynesboro, comments right now, and a couple from Richmond. My thoughts first. Ooh, Richmond. You mentioned December and January slow. December, January, the sticker shock from escalating mortgage rates was very palpable and tangible. So that sticker shock in December and January very much slowed the market. But it also, excuse me to interrupt you, it also depends what was on the market at the time, right? Sure. So, and that's why, you know, you've you've got to dig into pages and pages of stuff because what was on the market in January may not have been the million-dollar homes, right? May not have been the high-dollar homes which would then impact the sales value. Now you have folks in March who've become accustomed to rates and where they're at, and it's not uh, as difficult a pill to swallow. So that has a psychological effect on the market. People jumping in, people making offers, people choosing to list. I think that's a factor. I also think a factor that we're seeing um, is, and and guys, I promise I'm going to get to your... I, I think price point. Of the sale I was price. just going to say that. Go, Go finish your thought there. No, no, no. I, I'll let you finish. No, no, no. I'm, gonna look at, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm going to learn from I'm you I'm looking here. at Lake Monticello, so okay. I'll let you finish. I, I, I think the price points became a little bit more realistic. I think the price points became a little bit more realistic. I think it. Dep- I think it, you have to look at what was on the market at that point. Mm-hmm. So if the 800 the million dollar, the high-end seller right, didn't put their home on the market in December and January, then that would impact the numbers in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is that making sense? Yeah. And now you might be seeing, because I've got, you know, of course I've got to dig more into this, you might be seeing more of the higher-end homes hitting the market in January, February, which is impacting um, uh, March's particular numbers. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. He's basically saying if... Folks that are in the luxury category, folks that are, say, 800, 900, jumbo category, a million plus, were choosing to put their homes on the market come January, February. These homes aren't closing until March. And those higher price points are going to impact the median is what you're talking about. That's exactly right. Uh, Because these are all median numbers I look at. Carly Wagner brings this up. This show is streaming all over social media, including 15 Facebook pages. On one of the Facebook pages, Carly Wagner says, are you you speaking median sales price, though? Yes, that's exactly right. right. We always use median because, median, excuse me, uh, because if you look at the average number, it's much higher than it is. And she says literally what you said. Mathematically, that does not necessarily mean a $200,000 home last year is now worth less That's exactly uh, right. this year. Perhaps exactly it right. means there's less million-dollar home sales, <clears throat> fewer high-value sales, but more count lower-value home sales. That's, that's exactly what that's you're exactly saying. That's exactly right, because if yeah. you go back and look at the average numbers, it's actually higher. Yeah. Right? And, and I'm not sure what car uses. Probably they use the average. We like to use median yeah. on the show because it drops the high and the low out. To me, it's a, it's a better barometer of the market. So she's saying what you're saying here. Yeah. So when, I, when, I com- when I'm comparing my numbers in my 12, 15 pages of notes I wrote here 
from yesterday. These are all median numbers. But, you know, look to, um, hang on a second here because I can go back and flip through some of my notes here. I'll let you talk for a second, fine, sir. Uh, Kevin Yancey, I'm going to get to this comment here. Um, hey, Kevin. Of so stay safe on the road, man. Um, he's got a comment about, uh, is this the correction? Um, and I, I, I no. don't think he's going to say no, that. I'm no, going to get to this I, comment I, before. I don't think it is. I don't think this is a correction here. The, the average question is, is very smart. So, um, I, again, it's, these are written in Keith's uh, Keith speaks, so for me to follow through it and go through it may be a little bit confusing. But what I want to do is, while we're sitting here talking, is do a quick Lake Monticello quarter over quarter. And we'll talk about that average versus median, because in Lake Monticello, there's generally not many sales over the, you know, the high dollar number. So while you're doing that, I will go ahead and chat for a little bit and I will go ahead and do this very quickly. We'll put uh, comments live in the comments boxes. Anywhere you're watching, I'll relay them live on air. We're talking market conditions. That car report will generate headlines locally. It, it will. So it, people it depends, read though, headlines. But, but if they use average, what I just talked about probably won't happen. This, this blow-up won't, won't happen. So, I mean, just, just to, to, to do Lake Monticello first quarter, um, uh, there was... Um, let me double check, make sure I got this right. Just bear with me for a second. What are you building up? I'm doing this live here. So, so first quarter there was 35 sales. Uh, median sales price was 325. This is this year. This is this quarter. 325. Okay. Three, three. I'm sorry. Apologize. 335. Okay. Um, the average though was 398. So that's to who was the person? Carly. So that's to Carly her, Wagner. To that, to her uh, explanation, that's what it is. So let's just take a quick. She's a milestone follower. She just earned a earned a badge right now there as a milestone go. follower. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah, well done, Carly. Is that related to the Wagners of Flavana Wagners? Um, I don't know. We um, just asked the question, Carly Wagner. What's your uh, tie to the area? It was a great comment. We would love to hear your Well, if your they're ties. tied to it, uh, Wagner's used to own a great um, – yeah. So he, here's quick, quick numbers. This is what I'm talking about. It depends on jurisdiction to dirt jurisdiction. Lake Monticello, the end of the first quarter – and I have a chance to do the percentages – but the end of the first quarter, uh, the median sales price was 335 Average was um, – 398. Same quarter last year was 305. So Lake Monticello went up 30 grand mm-hmm. in the median. It went up, oh, I can't do the math in my head. It went from 398 to 336. Somebody who's smarter than me can go ahead and figure that out on that end of it. But so now we're going to look at Lake Monticello. Lake Monticello is going to be higher, but my Charlottesville and Albemarle numbers were a little bit lower. So why is that? I think it's the price point, right? You know, Lake Monticello's a price point, but like, what do we got down? 12 homes for sale or something like that? And, you know, Lake in Monticello? this particular circumstance, Lake Monticello may not be the best neighborhood for it because— You're talking the, about as a, as a matrix. As yeah, a, a, and, here's, and here's why I'm throwing it to you. Because Lake Monticello still has that um, entry price point, which is very appealing to people, and you would expect in a tight inventory market— that anything listed at that entry price point is going to go up. So I would disagree with you. Okay, please, please. And the reason I disagree with you, um, and the reason I like using it a lot, not that sure. it's my back door. You're, you're going to say it's a spectrum of price points, and it's not just entry anymore. That's what you're going to say. Uh, yes and maybe no yes. Okay, okay. Um, it's more consistent value, right? Okay. So Albemarle County, single-family detached, ranges everything from multimillion-dollar units to you know, three, four hundred thousand. Lake Monticello, for the most part, that's fair. Has been a consistent value. That's we fair. just recently had a one point, a one point one something like that. Lakefront, yeah, million million plus at Lake Monticello on the yeah, lake. Yeah, so it's the reason I use that. It's more consistent. So See, it, that's what I think too, Carly. Car- Carly makes the point that I was trying to make here with high, and she's uh, her surname is uh, her father-in-law's, and it's from Mount Airy, Maryland. 
Got it. Okay. Um, where are you watching locally, Carly? You don't have to tell us exact street or anything like that, but which county or which area locally? And she says with higher interest rates, more buyers are steered toward a, lo- toward a lower price point. So markets like the lake benefit benefit from more buyers. That's what I think. Tight well, inventory market, escalating uh, prices, more people going to the lake because it's affordable. Uh, maybe yes, maybe no yes. because the aff- Earliesville for her. Be- Go ahead. Because the lower price the buyer that can afford that may not have the ability to pay that monthly payment at that 7% where the upper numbers are doing. I'm telling you, interest rates have nothing to do with this. Um, I think this has everything to do with people's comfort level of putting homes on the market. And we talked about this way back when, back in November and December, and I can I can pull up the picture of what the inventory was in November and December, my suspicion is it's half of what it is now, right? So people were not putting homes on the market. Maybe they were not putting the higher-end homes on the market. It's really hard to tell live without digging into the, mm-hmm. into the data. Um, but what my point I'm making here is we're, some jurisdictions are going to be, I think, in the negative value range, quarter over quarter, and some are going to be awesome. I bet you if we take a hard look at Greene County, I think you're going to see Fulvana, Green, Nelson, and Louisa, definitively Fulvana and Green, have price increases, value increases, quarter over quarter. Some of the other jurisdictions, maybe not. And, and the why is what we're here to talk about for an hour and a half for the next few days and weeks and months and years, because you're, you're going to have to drag me out of here, Jerry. Oh, I, I won't do that. We love having you here. Well, so how does... Uh, unless I'm like that lady that... The woman that, that passed out on the desk. Oh, I uh, saw that. Yeah, that was pretty, on the that was uh, On the anchor desk. I, I actually, Her forehead hit the desk. I actually watched... It's a viral clip going on. It's a newscaster. She fainted. I don't know what it was. I hope it was nothing worse than fainting. Literally, bounced live TV off. bounced her head off the desk. And um, I'm waiting for that to happen to me one no. day. Come on, come on. Um, the the market's Shooter on will fire. Just cart me out. You know all all level all price points of the market on there fire. Is, there is I, there is a home in Earliesville. We put a contract in yesterday on uh, Emily and I are working together on it. Emily Funk and I are working. Where about um, Vance Mills Road? Okay, right on the road. Okay. Multiple offers within 24 hours. Um, my neck of the woods in Keswick. Yeah. You got homes 800 to a million two going under contract a day, two days. To put it in perspective, Ednam Forest. Yeah. I was talking with an agent out of uh, Loring Woodruff shop. She had a uh, listing at um, her colleague in Ednam Forest. You're talking an open house bonanza. Oh, yeah. Under contract oh, yeah. in uh, a day, yeah. day and a half at a 1.7 price point, 1.699. So at some point we're going to talk, every price point here. We're going to talk about how we can help out home inspections because that's what's happening now. They're getting waived and all this stuff. And by the way, our clients that we're working on are all cash offers on the buyer side, um, which is you're starting to see that happen. Same same kind of scenario. Sold their houses in Northern Virginia, Northeast. Got a bunch of cash. They're doing it. It it impacts the first time home buyer big time. And if you pull up, if somebody takes the time to Google National Association of Realtors 2023 generational uh, report, they'll start seeing the boomer mm-hmm. is, is, is for the first time in years has out. Is the Superseded the millennium. Thank you. As the number one home buying demo. Thank you. We knew that was going to happen. The boomers got the stack of cash and the limited inventory, the bag of money is going to talk. And if you don't have the bag of money, you're going to walk. And that's what's happening right well, now with or millennials you, or you, and Gen Zers. Or you get, They're walking. Well, the Gen Zers actually increased a little bit. but What's the percentage of the buyer base for the Gen Zers? Very Zier? small. Single uh, digits. Yeah, I yeah. would say single digits. Because yeah. of the age, right? Right. You normally don't get into this buying mode until you're in your 30s, that kind of thing. So um, Carly says, Keith is right about who is willing to sell. I only owe 500000 or so on my home. But I could sell from sell my house for uh, nine hundred thousand to a low million range sure. right now. But because of interest rates, where would we go without paying more each month? Literally similar yeah. boat to me here. And it depends on you know. Sometimes a life change happens, right? God forbid, whatever, right? And <laughs> happens to do that. Or in my case, um, that the house that we were talking about, my neighborhood went under contract for seven hundred grand, right? That's 
200 Lake grand. Monticello. Yeah. Three doors the, down from you. At the acres. Yeah. yeah. So we, we are now actively pursuing putting a, an apartment in our basement because that home had that. Because my mother and father are, are at the point that this is going to probably How much happen. is that going to cost you? Uh, what are we talking, 100 150 easy. For a basement apartment? Yeah, easy. Is that an official ADU? Can't do them at Lake Monticello. Okay. Can do a mother-daughter. Okay. Can't do an ADU. Can't bring somebody in Lake Monticello that is not... Not kin. Not kin to you. Okay. So your parents... That doesn't mean it's not done. Hmm. I'm just saying you, you know, Technically, it's against the HOA. It's against the HOA rules. You can't bring somebody... You can't rent out... Uh, an auxiliary dwelling unit or an apartment in your home to somebody that is not related to you. And uh, my parents are related to me. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd say sure. they're related to you. Pretty I'm, sure. That, right, that, right. That, you know, I, that I, I have to tell you, while we're on that thing, you know, uh, when we get together on our family Sunday meals and holiday meals, we usually start off with a prayer, and then I generally at some point, because everybody knows it's coming, and I would go, Dear God, please tell me I'm adopted. But <laughs> Carly, what line of work are you in? Yeah. Out of curiosity. She's smart. Pretty smart. You, you should do, I mean, more comments that she's leaving that I haven't smart. put on the, uh, haven't read yet. What kind of work are you in, Carly? Just out of curiosity. If you could let us know. Um, I thought your comments were, were uh, very much on, on point here. Um, Carol Thorpe, hello. Hey, Carol. How are you? Um, MJ Arquette, hello. Welcome to the program. You got the Queen of Jack Jewett. In the uh, Quita Marketing, watching the program as we speak right now. Um, how do you think S. Lisa Herndon and Carr are going to handle? And yeah, they'll, they'll. You know, I'm I'm disconnected from the board okay. and that all that stuff. Now they're going to do. I would think there would be a statement that would accompany a headline like that. Well, it depends on what they use. So so. Um, and I apologize, I did not write the name. Who was who was the the viewer that was talking about? Medium versus average. Carly uh, Wagner. Yeah, Carly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Carly, um, Carly's right. If you went, if they end up using the average numbers, I think you will not see uh, such a negative impact on that end of it. But while you're chatting, I'm going to go ahead and do Green County because now I'm just cons- wondering how Green County's doing. Um, guys, comments, put them in the feed. Please. The show is archived at realtalkwithkeefsmith.com. And it's um, presented today by Yes Realty Partners, YesRealtyPartners.com. Carly says, my main career for 15-plus years is forensics, consulting, structural engineering. Ooh. Katie Pearl recently persuaded me to get my realtor's license so I can do that on the side. Ooh. KTP, who's also watching this program Stru- right now. Structural engineer. Uh, Keller Williams it. is finest, KTP. Uh, she influences Carly to get her realtor to get her license, but her her main career is forensic consulting, structural engineering. So, is the forensic consulting related to to the building structuring, or is that a whole separate like forensic like CIS kind of CIS kind of thing? The the word forensics know. gets you intrigued. I was excited about that. Too. I was excited, excited about too. that. Let us know some insight. We're genuinely curious here. You're what are you extrapolating Green County numbers? I am extrapolating Green County's numbers. Right. Um, what's your prediction on where Green County is going to go? Uh, it's going to stay where it is. It's yeah. kind of north. Of it. I'm talking <laughs> price points. <laughs> Keith's got the dad jokes. We 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 grow to appreciate. That. That's not a dad joke. That's a that's a dad. That's joke. not a dad. You don't joke. think that's a dad joke? Green County's well, twenty nine. Was that a dad joke, Judah? Hmm. 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 The, the man of many words. I know. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. Does he know this is a talk show? He does. Have you ever told I, him? That? I've, I've reminded him from time to time. Um, from time to time, I've reminded him. Judah Woodcower is our enterprising director. He keeps us online. All around great guy. Um, who's becoming a Fantastic broadcaster himself. He's rocking a sweater today. You will see that around lunchtime, maybe later today on Real Talk with Keith Smith. So, again, this is not scientific. We have not did a great deep dive into it. But Green County... He literally did it in the last 45 seconds here. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is back of the napkin, almost literally. And Katie says she loves when you dig into Green County numbers. It's such a great community and should be highlighted more on the show. Thank you, Katie. Well, then come yeah. on in and talk to us with, about it. Oh, yeah. I love when KTP so comes she's in. Always got KTP open... always has something good to say, and oftentimes she comes bringing delicious food from Guadalajara. Well, I think, I think what we're going to do with Katie, next time my youngest granddaughter. She's Cubana. 
I, oh, I she likes guajiros. I like guajiros. She likes food. Yeah. So who doesn't? I, 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 I love know, food. I'm a foodie. Yeah. Um, but the next time, Katie, my little granddaughter, or one of my little grand grandchildren, particularly my little granddaughter, is in, I'll bring her, and you bring one of your youngest. Talk shows are hard when there's children around. No, I'm it's just not. giving you a heads what, up. Who was is, who is, who is the guy that said... This is, this, is how, this is generally how Keith and I's professional relationship goes. And he's, he's my boy. He's inner circle. He's, he's but I won't friend. listen to you. Keith constantly <laughs> is looking to push the limits in every regard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every regard, he's looking uh-huh. to push the limits. You've been talking to Yona. I push the limits as well, but I try to do it within a framework that is still going to... So well, you're listen, saying no little people. I mean, oh, come on now. I've we got, can do little people. I'm got, just saying they're unpredictable. And this my, is a talk show. My granddaughter was perfect. I don't know what she, you're talking She about. was perfect. She was so absolutely perfect. So Green County. Perfect. Back to Green County. We're done with this. So Ground the Green, Green County. Uh, Carly says this is a Katie Pearl fandom episode. So Carly's offering comments on one page while Katie's watching on another. And they're interacting with each other with, with, each other, with what we say on the show. Oh, Guess we better behave then. Go ahead, Green County. Remember, little ears. I think it was Katie that it remi- was. reminded it was us of little, yeah, little, ears. little ears. Little ears, little um, <clears throat> uh, So, Green County, 2023. Again, this is all single family detached, no new construction. I'll repeat that. Single family detached, no new construction. The median sales price <clears throat> for this quarter was 387. Same scenario, SFD, single-family detached, no new construction, 2022, was 332. So it actually grew. But it's interesting, um, ladies, the average numbers are very, are very skewing. So the average in, 30, in the 23 was 403, but last year it was 368. So that means there was probably this year a couple more higher-end stuff sold. This is the reason why I prefer to use median. It, it, it's really kicks out the high and low and I learned this from the good Dr. Lisa Sturvent because she gave me a class on this and she <laughs> said you should not do that I believe there was hand slapping involved in it and she everything. needs to come back on the show uh, that's not going to happen she is the economist of bright right? yeah and you know she, bright is the only MLS in the country that has a full time economist in it the stuff that she puts out is pretty awesome on that end of it. So here's an example. Median is going to be up um, versus versus that. But Charlottesville, so this is why I've got a, I've got a couple more days of digging in into this on top of trying to help people buy and sell houses because I actually do that for a living. And you're good at it. <laughs> Thank you for that. Was a, that was three throwing a bone to you to throw a bone back at me. He's a realtor. I'm a realtor. Bob Slentz, hello. Hey, Bob. Oh, Bob. Wow. Good. Thanks for, thanks for chiming in, buddy. He's in Ohio, I think, if okay. I remember correctly. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, that's what I meant by you're going to see certain jurisdictions, I think, a little lower, certain jurisdictions a little bit higher. The ones that are a little bit lower is going to require much more digging in. Why was it lower, right? And was this a, an impact of a couple of months? on the first months, or this was an impact at a certain price point, people just timed out. That's a strong possibility. And now they're back into the market. That's why you're seeing a jump in March numbers on that end of it. So this is the, this next year is not going to be the normal number crunching year that one does. And that's the point I'm trying to make. I thought, hey, I woke up in the morning, Yona was sleeping, I had a cup of coffee. Let me play with some numbers. Get ready for the show. Get ready for the show. Hold on a second. I didn't shut my hearing aids off. Uh, to go ahead. So those who know, my hearing aids are connected to my phone, so somebody's trying to call me. Um, Robert Crockle, does Keith think that inventory is going to start to pick up It now? is. It is picking up now. Thank you, Robert, for the question. Robert, thanks. So it is picking up now. Um, so... Hold on a second here, uh, because, you know, Jerry Miller makes Keith better every show. He's got screenshots on his phone. So where do you want? Pick pick a Monday. Pick a month and pick a Monday. Just now versus... Let's say a month ago? Sure. Okay. Let's see what we got here. We've uptick. So February 27th, I just arbitrarily picked it, was 52 homes came on the market today... 
Again, I look at uh, these are all the these is every it's, these are everything. Ooh, that's good English. The, let me try this again. This is all the six jurisdictions and everything. So this is you know new construction, single family attached. This is just everything. We're at eighty seven. Pretty sure that's an uptick. So we're seeing an uptick. Interesting. We're having an uptick in going on the contract. So on February 27th, which had been seven days backwards, there were 77 that came, that went pending, went under contract. We're now at 104. Actually, it was 103. Now it went to 104 as we were sitting here to go ahead and do that. So that is not quite a month ago, right? February 27th to... No, I'm sorry. That's that's over a month. Me and my math. That's over a month, month and a few weeks ago. So the answer is is yes. Inventory is picking up. That's good. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. I think I think the spring market sprung. Um, I will tell you, um, the people. There's certain buyers that decided to take a two week timeout around um, uh, spring break and Easter. I think when you when Easter's over, you're, these things are just gonna it's just gonna continue to explode on that end of it. So the time to really, I guess, what I'm getting at in the city of Charleston, how much time to buy, buy a house would have been in in January. The prices are now going up. Um, this question's come in. Can Keith offer an update on how his daughter's house shopping is going? So you know that whole two week update thing okay. that was that was them. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's worse. There's little the inventory. So either, I think one or two things are, are, are going on here. Either Richmond's inventory is like done because the neighborhoods we're looking at. There's no nothing new that's come on in the last week. Uh, whereas for a month and a half before that, every Wednesday, Thursday, a dozen or so homes would come on, and we'd be talking about. We would be talking about what we're seeing and what we're not seeing. Nothing came up this last week. Nothing's come up so far going for, for this week. You guys are getting close to crunch time here. Yeah, yeah well, there's an apartment, I guess, I'm building. I, a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Still family. Still counts. Yeah. They're related. No, God, can you imagine? What? We'd end up with them upstairs and my parents downstairs. That'd be great. So Sounds like room, a movie. How much room you got in your house? Oh, we're you full. Have, uh, we're full. <laughs> No room at the inn. So much, so no much, room at the so end. much for being a buddy. I got a four-month-old. You don't want to come to our house. Sure, got I a do. Four-month-old. Sure, I do. I've got special grandpa skills. Four-month-old. Um, our our little boy, along with allergy season, he is uh, back to sleeping ninety minutes to two-hour cracks. We went. We had a what's the word she uses? Um, a sleep regression. The it's, boss. It's like a technical. The yeah, boss. my boss. Yeah, sleep regression. We're going through a sleep regression right now. Yeah. So so now we're back to the ninety minute, two hour uh, sleep spurts. Where before he was going um, like eleven to five. And how old is he now? Uh, four months. Yeah. It was legit. The yeah. two hour sleep spurts are, are well, I think no it, bueno. I think it's tied to growth spurts too. What do I know? Who knows? All you Who know knows? is you're not getting it. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> back to the two hour sleep spurts. I thought we were out of it. Yeah. Well, you know. I said this on the show a couple of times before. I think nature or God played a little tricks on everybody. So at, at the age of 60-something, if I could sleep... Once a man, twice a child. That's what they say. Once a man, twice a child. Well, I'm referring to sleep cycle. Oh, I know. If You're I, getting up every two hours, aren't you? I am. I am. I am. That's I what am. they say. Once a man, twice a child. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, at a certain age, it's it's a couple hours to go use the... The little facilities and go back to bed, so I could be taking care of kids in the middle of the night. Yeah, but are you? No. Okay, exactly. <laughs> I let the cat out. Does that count? Because <laughs> you had your granddaughter staying with you for a little while. We did, and absolutely had nothing to do with it. That's what I'm saying over there. Of course not. Of course. Okay. Not. Yeah, I also, I, I also, um, I'm not physically equipped. There's <laughs> bottles. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, I did that when the, when the ladies. You know, I am a pretty awesome grandfather. I'm not doubting you. When, I, I'm sure you are. When, when Yona will get, well, I'll get into trouble. I actually had to teach Yona how to take care of a baby because she's never been around them. Oh, okay. My whole life, I was around little people. Okay. Yes, because you were the oldest. I was the oldest. I knew yeah. how to take care of, I was the oldest of five. You know, it was, you know, Keith, take care of my little brother, Matthew, my, whatever it was. Yeah. Change the diaper, do this, feed them, all this kind of great stuff because that's what you did. You helped your mom. 
through it. You know, of course, at 14, 15, 16, it was... Ooh. Yeah, right, right. You didn't want to do it. But... I mean, do you want to do it right now, either? I, I love it. I, okay. I loved it. Okay. Now, I'm not doing it every day. Right, 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 right. Excuse me, Yvonne and... That's and, his daughter. And, and Yvonne and Yona, that's my wife. Yes, we know that. <laughs> ran, we know that. Ran the 10-miler, and, and I took care of a little Ravenna for the whole race, and... They left you alone with her? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty awesome at this. I don't, I'm not just joking. Yeah, I am. So, you know, I uh, went, got her all done. She needed to change the diaper, needed to feed her a little bit. We went out for a cup of coffee, hung out with people at the the coffee shop and good and God and yada, yada, yada. Which coffee shop? I went. I went to the office okay. um, at Jaybird, and because I met them at the five mile and the seven mile mark, okay. which is over at the Pavilion. Okay. So it was raining. Yeah. I had the stroller, put her up in the thing, had it all going, had you, my coffee. In you the get thing. a home run. They and went and saw them at the five and the seven, and went back, put her in the in the vehicle, went back to the finish line, saw it, took them out for breakfast. You know, it's all kinds of awesome. Uh, Steven Jackson says, this is when the show is at its best. When you guys are rifting off the cuff about what's happening in life and around town. Thank I, li- you. I listen for the real estate, but I stay for the rift. Thank you. Thank you. I, Thank I, you. That was so nice. You yeah. hear that? I listen for the real estate, but I stay for the rift. We should put that as a logo. That's legit. I, I, I write that down. I, I listen right for the real estate, that, but you know, I stay for the rift. No, we wow. Should, we should twist it around a little bit. Join for the real estate, but stay for the rift. <laughs> I listen <laughs> for the real estate. But put that on there. That should be but flashing. I stay for the rift. Thank but, you. By the, way, by the way, guys, do me a personal huge favor. In Real Talk with Keysmith, pull down the partners tab, you know, we would not be here 100% doing this without our partners. Um, we just we just physically couldn't do it. So please help them out. Please use them. They're wonderful folks. Everybody in the food chain of of real estate's there. So pull the tab down and and help some local folks. They're Real awesome. Talk with KeithSmith.com, presenting partner, Interstate Service Company. So what should we riff about? A now? home's best friend. Um, the Richmond market concerns me because there's considerably more homes in Richmond. Now, granted, there's considerably more people. Is it just the fact that your daughter um, and, and her family are razor-focused on certain neighborhoods? That's, exactly That's what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So w- which one is out of the six? I mean, I would say it would which be one the, of that is the, the location. Yeah. yeah, the West End is, is fairly coveted. Yeah, it's very yeah, especially fairly, within walking distance of stuff, and that's coveted, what your daughter said. Very coveted. We're lo- we're up to I can't remember how many deals we've lost. It's what's a rough estimate? Uh, roughly eight or nine. We're, we're, that's we're, a fair amount. We're approaching ten. Yeah. Um, every real estate agent that I've spoken to of the ones that we've lost, super super professional, awesome real estate agents that are, share information, which is great. Um, they said, look, until you get to fifteen or twenty, you just that's how many it's going to take. Really? Yeah, yeah. That is demoralizing. Yeah. yeah. Well, fifteen or twenty losses. Yeah. You're talking. You're talking striking out fifteen or twenty times yeah. before you get your house. What did Michael Jordan say? Well, no, I get it. I get it. But but this is an that's important... just the psychology aspect of what you do. Oh, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Because you're we, in, in this circumstance, pretty much a coach. We we uh, we like often, keeping the pep up. We often yeah we often refer to ourselves as therapists. Real yeah, state therapists. Right. Uh, that's the reason why we go to therapy because we need help. <laughs> Don't laugh. We do. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, Yon and I work together so often, dude. I have trust me. Yeah, yeah. And I have. Sometimes we forget how to talk to one another. You guys work together. You guys are married. <clears throat> I mean, I totally get it. Yeah, and yeah. and and we very much want to and, destigmatize therapy on this program. We're yeah, all about it. And I may and, and I may be a bit stubborn. So <laughs> you're extremely stubborn. I may be a little. You're stubborn. extremely stubborn. Well, you know, there's no sense being Irish if you're not no, stubborn. But my wife's Irish. I can tell you. No, no, no. Stop. Okay. Stop. She's watching right now. Stop. She's Irish. Stop. I love you so Oh, and much. Cubans aren't, aren't, aren't. I mean, <laughs> there's uh, eventually, eventually you're like, okay, these I'm poor, just going to. Oh, you're poor kids. I just realized that. Poor kids, poor parents. Hell, poor come on kids. Now. Half my, Cuban, half dude, Irish. Have you met my oldest son? You Stubborn have. with You've the hot. met my oldest son. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He pushes the limits. Pushes um, like you know the now? best parenting advice I ever got? Um, 
two pieces of parenting advice. Best thing I ever got. First piece was this. Um, Cavemen and women and crackheads have successfully raised children. And Jerry, you and your wife are neither. You're going to be A-OK. The Whoa. second, the second say, one. Say that again slowly. Uh, cave men and women and crackheads have successfully raised children. And Jerry, you and your wife are neither of those. You're going to be A-OK. And know. then he walked away. I don't know. You and then he walked away. Connecticut Dave told me that. The second one piece of advice a New Yorker, was this. A northerner would say that. The second piece of advice was um, parenthood. The best, hardest thing ever and the longest, shortest thing ever. Yeah, you might fit the caveman category a little bit. That was Connecticut Dave Henry. He told me that. He's well, that's, a uh, that's parent a, of two. That's a, uh, that's a uh, northeast kind of thing. Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know it's kind of like uh, somebody asked me the best advice for marriage, right, and, and how, how we're, we're approaching year 37, which, by the way, after the show, I have to talk to you about our travel calendar. Okay. Um, Sounds like you're taking some breaks I'm here. Taking some, we're, we're taking okay. some time off, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, to go and uh, recharge our, well, it's business and stuff like that, but we'll talk later. The, the um, marry or be with or partner, whatever term you wish to use, someone who makes you a better person every day. Yeah, That's no it. doubt. Because everything else goes away. Sure. Right? And whoever makes you a better human every day, is is really the the secret secret to it, and as far as kids go, um, you know, at a, for a while there, actually, it wasn't too long ago. I, I had a conversation with both girls, so you know, they're they're adults now, right? You know, they're thirty or twenty nine and thirty seven or thirty six, however old they are. Um, and I said, you know, look, what what did we do wrong? What what's one thing that mom and I did that you know, kind of sticks with you now that we probably shouldn't have done or could have done better. Okay. Right? And at the end of the day, they don't remember any of that stuff. Mostly they bust my chops about I'm always with like, like I would leave them at daycare longer than what they're supposed to be because I'd be having this phone <laughs> stuck in my ear working and then go, oh, I got to pick up my kid and show up a couple minutes late. You are routinely tardy. Is that the one thing they brought up? They, the tardiness? they, they tardy. That's a strong word. <laughs> Tardy is a strong word. That's the trick. That's a strong word. I don't like that word. I am routinely routinely behind because we're pushing the limits because you're closing deals. We're doing constantly on the phone. We're always helping people. and and you know today I showed up a little not late but I showed up on time. No, you were closing deals. You were on time. But I was on the phone making a deal. Yeah, you're on time and needed to needed to do that. Yeah. But yeah, so I totally the, get that. They, and, they, and your daughters know that. But that is actually, life of a real estate agent parent. But they actually talked about the opposite stuff. Okay. About how we taught work ethic. Yeah. Right? right. How we taught to take care of people, right? And something that was important to us, we always traveled with them, which you don't care for. But we always traveled with them yeah. to different countries and different areas so that they could learn that you know, just different cultures. It was very important to us. That's what we did. So those things kind of stuck to them and made them who they are. So the stuff that you think is like, oh, my God, am I screwing my kid up to your crackhead statement? <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I really have a – I just can't believe that came out of your mouth. Connecticut Dave told yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, a great yeah, piece yeah, of advice. Yeah, we're going to make a new rule on No, show. it was an – No impo- reference to crackheads. <laughs> it was a great piece of advice. It was motivating. So real estate. We're supposed to talk about real estate. We've been talking about family. All right. How about this question that's come in? Um, What's the take on mortgage rates dropping three straight weeks? Yeah. So that's that's probably what this boost is a little bit about, right? I think you're seeing your boost, and, and I think Scott's calling it. We'll find out on, on Wednesday. On Wednesday, Scott Morris, Ross Mortgage. Um, but look, I think um, – I think you're starting to see that. I think you're starting to see um, the growth of people putting homes in the market. Could be, quote, unquote, the spring market. I honestly think, personally, I think we need to stop calling seasonal markets, right? I think that whole thing has been out the yeah, window that's gone. for years. Um, but, um, you know, quote, unquote, the traditional spring market is about ready to happen, Right, somewhere about 
beginning of April, mid-April, somewhere around those lines. I think the the famous prognosticators, another P word. <laughs> Did I do good? Thank yeah. you. I got to them up. Sure <laughs> His freaking eyebrows went boom. And it went. That was great. I wish we had caught that on camera. Can we put you on camera laughing? You have a jolly, jovial, contagious laugh oh, over there. Sorry. Judah Wickhauer was very pleased with the, what was the word, Keith Smith? I can't can you get it? I, you, I could not. I knew. I That's will why not I be able you. to do that a second time. No, I know you can do it. There's no way he was going to get that a second time. Prognosticator. Right okay, there, there we go. go. Props. That's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, 11.15 shows over. That's good. Go out on a high note. Costanza. Costanza. It is. I'm out. Costanza, I'm you're out. out. I know. Like at the uh, Steinbrenner episode with Costanza's in the board meeting. Whew. What were we talking about? Uh, Bill McChesney says, W.C. Fields quote, never work with animals or children. That's it. That's the quote I was thinking. I couldn't figure yeah. put it together. He's 100% right. Never work with animals or children. Or w. Smith. W.C. Fields. Or Smith. No, you can work with Smith. <laughs> you can work with Smith. In this environment, anyway. This, this environment is tailor-made for you. So let's talk about. Um, got anything on the feed? Any, yeah, any real estate? We questions? do, but finish your thought here. I'm trying to keep. No, I lost. You. I lost. I know you got it. Let's talk I about. Want, what? I want to talk about um, after we, we see what the viewers and listeners want to do. Uh, I was thinking a little bit yesterday, in between my head exploding on numbers. Um, you know how how can we help buyers win mm-hmm. since they've been. We're seeing routinely, and whatever real estate agents are watching, Katie and so forth, um, are you starting to see the creep back up of waiving of home inspections? I know we are. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about that here in a minute, maybe a little house hack, a little bit of buyer hack that we can maybe help. We're not going to guarantee anything, but I think it'll be a helpful thing. But do we have anything on the feed? We do. This question's come in, um, Grayson, good one and very timely. Uh, Keith talks about waiving the home inspections. Oh, look at that. But they also talk about going through homes with inspectors just for their own value or information. Really, in the end, what's the difference? Try that question one more time. Uh, let me see if I can paraphrase for him. You guys talk about home inspections being waived, but mm-hmm. then you also talk about hiring a home inspector yep. and having them walk through the property yep. for your own value or mm-hmm. information. He wants to know really what the difference is, and frankly, it's just for negotiation purposes. That's the difference. One scenario is you're just doing it for your own intel. The other one is to leverage for the negotiation. That's what the answer is. Hey, right? Judah, here comes the sizzle reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Sorry. Ornalis, good morning from hey, Johnny. Montreal. So, so Johnny, I want to uh, before we get into this, I want to give a shout out to Johnny. Johnny was owns in, Guadalajara, owns Guadalajara, owns El Mariachi, El Mariachi. Um, but he just spent a few in Montreal. Well, he actually spent a few days in Ottawa, mm. and Ottawa was my last posting, last embassy I was at. They uh, that was my decompression tour, which turned out not to be such that because the Reagan at the time was bombing the Libyans and there's a huge Libyan population in there. And anyway, it was a little busy uh, okay. work wise for what we were doing. Um, but um, I was married there. My oldest daughter was born there, so my my uh, we were we spent about nine months, just enough time to make a baby and produce a baby in Ottawa, Canada. Uh, in there, so it was pretty cool to see him in there. We, God, that was in 1980, blah, blah, six. Wow, I'm old. So, Johnny living the dream right now. Yeah, yeah, and Montreal's a great city. Well earned, Johnny. Yeah, well enjoy earned. it. Montreal's a great city. It's interesting thing about that city is, uh, so I was there when it was winter, which is nine months. You can actually go from one end of the city to the other end of the city and never go above ground. Yeah. Because between the metro and then they have these underground malls that interconnect each other, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool city. Also, a uh, very expensive city. Yeah, Montreal. that's Canada. Very uh, expensive. Mo- most things in Canada are a little expensive. So back to the home inspection. Yeah, thing. get ready, Judah. <laughs> get ready, Judah. No pressure, Keith. No, I just screwed it Come up. Come on. No, stop it. So I think the question is, why does waiving home inspections matter? Is that, is that the question? No. His question is, you guys talk about a market where home inspections are being waived. Got it. But you also talk at the same time 
of hiring a home inspector and having them walk through the property for informational purposes. Got it. He says, what's the difference? You're still paying out of pocket. And I responded, in one scenario, you're using the home inspection to help negotiate. In the other scenario, Mm -hmm. you're just basically getting a binder of information on the house. Correct. Well, it's not necessarily, let's, let's parse this a little bit. The home inspection process is not supposed to be used for the negotiating process. There is a negotiation part in it, but the intent of it is to find out if there's some material defects wrong with the home. That's right. The, and that's if there the are, then you get to negotiate, depending on how it works. Right. So what's happening now is you're seeing all kinds of variations of this, which is a bit goofy. You're seeing variations from flat out, I'm not getting a home inspection, to you're seeing variations of for informational purposes only. And frankly, what the hell does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to clarify that here in a minute. Or pass or fail. So for informational purposes only, it would you would have to not attach a home inspection addendum to it. The big key about the addendum is you get the right to get out of get out of the deal if you see something you don't like. So it's typically should be pass or fail. What I wanted to talk a little bit about was if somebody is doing a pass or fail, informational purposes only, or not doing a traditional home inspection, bringing an inspector on ahead of it, at least for a one-hour walkthrough through it for three, four hundred, three hundred fifty bucks with with Alex Rayfield, you'll get a pretty good picture of what's wrong or what potentially could be wrong with the home. You don't get to negotiate it. So if it's something that multiple offers on it and you're going to waive it, it's just a good safety thing. The other thing is what I'm holding in my hot little hands here is a 210 warranty. So Yona and I, for any first-time home buyer, always buy this for them. And you can Google it and you can look it up what it is. So what's the beautiful thing about this is for one year after you move in, if your HVAC system dies on you, you pay a fee, they service it, if they did, if if it needs to be replaced, they get replacement on it, and you got everything from from. Let me go through here: thermostats, the it's refrigerator, very inclusive. Very inclusive. Yeah, so I have it on. Yon and I have it on our house. We've always had it on our house. And if my refrigerator goes, I pay eighty nine dollars. They either fix it or not. I get a new refrigerator. So we do that to help people. So there's everything from electrical and plumbing and so forth and so on. And so it's a great safety net. It's not going to catch everything. So, A, you do a walkthrough with Alex Rayfield, who happens to be a structural engineer. So if there's anything structural, we're going to know it within an hour, walking through it. Assuming it passes that, looks like we're good. You buy this, it's $770 for a year. Yona and I buy this for, for our first-time home buyers. So they know. I call 770 a year. 770 a year. Mm-hmm. So uh, they pay an $89 service fee. And they come out per, per issue. Per issue. So the trick is, if your washer and dryer go together, that's one eighty nine dollars for two. If your washer and dryer, so you kind of wait a little bit and yeah. get some together. But it does everything from hot water heaters, you know, window, you know, refrigerant. It's just a whole list of God, a bunch of items that you can go ahead and do it. So this is a bit of a hack, right? So if you're in a situation like that, you know, having this. Alex, come in. It's three fifty. This is the love house. This is the house I want to make my play for. It's worth the three fifty on it. We'll buy you this if you get the deal. At least you're covered to a certain extent. We always suggest you continue along with that. And it has like they come in and service your units twice a year. Your HVAC units. It's a great house hack. He, al- he also says this. He says try finding a home inspector right now. If you want to talk a uh, show topic, there seems to be a significant shortage of inspectors locally. Yeah, so we're going to ask. Is that true? It is true. We're going to ask Alex to come in. The, the state upped its requirement for it, which is a good thing, uh, but it's hard. The average age, I think, of an inspector is in the 50s somewhere along those lines. You're 100% right. And he's right. He's 100% yeah, massive right. massive shortage. He's 100% right. So we wrote a deal. Uh, we made an offer, Emily and I, on Friday. So before I made the offer, I texted Alex and said, okay, Alex, we're making an offer. I'm putting a 15-day home inspection in it because 
we're not going to do one without this particular property because it, it, it needs one, in my opinion. So we've tentatively blocked out some schedules with them. So it just requires a matter of forward thinking and understanding. And I'm just brushing off my old contractor uh, scheduling skills and tentatively plugging something in there if we get it ratified because we're multiple offers right now. If we get it ratified, then we've got a hold for him to come in. To his point, um, if we're looking at houses on Saturday or Sunday, finding somebody, you know, you need to have a trusted advisor in your back pocket. Um, this comment, Carr lost an appraiser last week, Betsy Kreitzer, who had worked for Papin Company. She passed away March 30th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad news. Uh, worked quite a bit with her. Uh, she did a lot of commercial work. Um, so she did some commercial stuff for, for me, development stuff. Because Papin Company has been for the longest time uh, the go-to on stuff, on commercial stuff, to, on that stuff. And uh, so, Jonathan, um, it looks like Keith is going to win the bet against Neil Williamson. <laughs> yeah. The show on Friday was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I got accused of hedging my bet a little bit. Uh, no, I, that was pretty clear cut, the bet you made. And it, they made it pretty clear you were going to win the bet. No, no, somebody else unrelated to the bet. Thought you me. were hedging? Thought I was hedging. Okay. So I was, I, my response to them was, well, I'm super flattered that you actually think I have enough to say. I think Michael knew of the bet. I'm not sure Lloyd knew of the bet. Well, he knows about the bet. I okay. talked to him about it. Okay. Michael definitely knew of the yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just was playing his, his uh, litigator lawyer, not letting The anybody. show archived at realtalkwithkeepsmith.com, Counselor Michael Payne and Mayor Lloyd Snook. Keith Smith, fantastic program, my friend. Oh, look at that. I know. Flies when you're having fun. Look, I love two I, friends. I, absolutely, I love, friends. I love Liza. Four friends. Four friends. Yeah. Three two-legged, one four, yeah. four-legged. Liza's, Liza's a dog. By the way, I've got to remind me. I've, okay. I bought a new bones. are in the truck. Okay. I've got bring them in. Afterwards. Liza's getting the hookup. So, uh, rest of the week, um, kind of an easy week this week. Um, more of this. Nice. Uh, Wednesday is um, Wednesday is. Um, I got it. Yeah. We got a viewer and listener. We got a viewer and a listener that wants to come in. Um, uh, and Liza wants to say hi. So I tell you what, on that note, we're going to end and, yeah. and kind of move on. But on Friday, um, Easter Bunny might be here. Mm. We've got no, uh, no, no guests on here. Easter Bunny might make an appearance potentially. The Friday the Easter Bunny is coming on the show? It could happen. What? I can't promise Did you it. know this? No, nobody knew it. I just okay. It, it's it's we're te- Easter Bunny and I are texting at the moment. Okay, Easter so Bunny on the Friday. Easter Bunny could come in go. on Friday. Real talk with Keith Smith, where we talk sphincters, Easter Bunny, <laughs> sphincter valves, sphincter valves, real estate, <laughs> the pursuit of happiness. Give Judah Wickower props and have a lot of fun. Keith Smith, guys, is a broadcaster and a realtor. It's a realtor. Realtor sells, first, broadcaster yeah, second. He sells homes. Professionally, I help people buy living. and sell homes for a living. Yes, RollyPartners.com. Please. Judah Wickhauer, the director of the I Love Seville show, is up in one hour, guys. Stay tuned. Thanks, guys. Well done. Very well done. All right. Yeah.